So I have friends. We had a, like a really bad storm here, and the power went out, and they haven't had power in their home for about 36 hours now. Today was 95 degrees here. So they're, they're actually hanging out downstairs right now. So um, I told them, look, you're going to have to sit there by yourselves and wait because I've got really important things to do. <clears throat> so what are you doing to your guests, Iro, in your house? Well, the the, the thing was the thing was uh, playing, and I just I turned, and there was these gruesome hands on the screen, and it just I had to take a stop and take a picture and send it to all of you. You made them stop watching the movie just so you could no. include us in on it? I did like a Zarpruder film, man. I rewound it. Made everybody gather around the television. It's like, am I seeing this incorrectly or correctly? And this was Sam Rockwell? Was that who ended up? Yeah, it was Sam Rockwell. Mm. And then Dave, of course, came to the rescue and like reconfirmed that, you know. Is some, that huh? really coming to the rescue when Dave joins in on the conversation? Because, you know. Well, he when he's reinforcing my stance of this is a gruesome human being. So you like yes. Dave as long as he, he agrees with you. Doesn't I mean, isn't that pretty much standard operating procedure? Not on a podcast. I feel like we enjoy each other's company if we're more disagreeable. So much so that if you listen to last week's episode on Courage Under Fire, uh, the most boring, we all like this, turned into personal attacks within 30 seconds. Jared um, accused me of liking Lou Diamond Phillips a little too much, which is an insult I never thought I'd get once in my life. <laughs> I, got I got called old for the record 7,000th time. Yeah. My my gaming chair made a uh, a mention. A brief. So did your forehead? Brief, brief comeback. All right, we're going to talk about train Mike's spotting. Racism was called out too. Uh, you said you were going to lay off on that because I uh, red mic, white mic. Yeah, I went. I, I counter punched with you so much. You know, I, I did the whole my one black friend thing, except I claimed Denzel, <laughs> and I think also Michelle Obama. I think I did that as well. Mm. Uh, very successful on my part. Uh, Ah, shit. Fucking Zoom. Um, Start it over. Yeah, it's, just it's keep... nine minutes. Just keep, just keep, keep the recording just going yep. on your end, and we'll just start the Zoom call over. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Choose a family. Choose a fucking big television. Choose washing machines, cars, compact displays, and electrical tin openers. <laughs> Choose good health, low cholesterol, and dental insurance. Choose fixed interest mortgage repayments. Choose a starter home. Choose your friends. Choose leisure wear and matching luggage. Choose a three-piece suite on higher purchase and a range of fucking fabrics. Choose DIY and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch watching mind-numbing, spirit-crushing game shows, stuffing fucking junk food into your mouth. away at the end of it all, pissing your last in a miserable home, nothing more than an embarrassment to the selfish, fucked up brats that you've spawned to replace yourselves. Choose your future. Choose life. But why would I want to do a thing like that? I chose not to choose life. I chose something else. And the reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you've got head on? So excuse me while I take a look at, okay, 
So Train Spotting came out in '96. Mm-hmm. Kelly McDonald mm. was born in '76. Uh-huh. She was 20 years old. So well, probably it's okay. probably 19 when it was filmed. If we're being honest, it's it's okay for us to discuss. I think that's actually just uh, <laughs> that's just good filmmaking on uh, Danny Bull's part because she is playing someone underage, so you at least have to be close enough, right? We can't do a, a 90210 thing where, you know, the 45-year-old, right. what's her name? Yeah. That just, I mean, it would break the reality of the world for us. And that's the last thing we want to do. Yeah, yeah. So when she uh, reveals herself uh, to... All right. Look, I know it's dresses uh, Hermione. What the fuck was she doing? <laughs> she was like, I know it's uh, Ewan McGregor here, uh, but he is also playing written heroin addict. Do you see it? Do you, do you honestly? I know in the movie they need a sex scene at least, you know, for the marketing purposes, and it works uh, with his buddy. Uh, I guess all of his buddies have sexual ex- exploits that turn out for the worst. One of them uh, ends up uh, with a man. And, uh, of course, goes Robert Whoa, Car- whoa, 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 whoa. What? You said it turns out for the worst, and he's with the man. Can you please explain for film Twitter, and or for Twitter in general, why is that the worst? This is going to uh, Why, Mike? break their little minds. What, what does my race have to do with that, that transphobia? <laughs> red, oh, let me rephrase. <laughs> red Mike. Yeah, Go I like ahead. that. Sounds more like a beer or something, or a pirate. But, um, or like chewing tobacco? Sure. Uh, any, sort, any sort of product for, you know, uh, uh, like a character like Meg Ryan and Courage Under Fire would probably consume uh, for that role. I am only explaining that Robert Carlyle, um, given what we know about his character and how he reacts, uh, I don't think it's su- surprising that he becomes quite upset, even when he has, unlike us, uh, the animals I hang out with, and I include myself in this, uh, he has a friend that's like, uh, played by uh, McGregor, has written. It's like, hey, could have been the best thing in the world. You'll, I guess you'll never know because you know you're you're too vanilla, like my buddy Jared here. I I could actually <laughs> see myself saying the very same thing to Jared. Like, who knows what wonders would have been uh, underneath that skirt, Jared, if you just had some follow through, just like the hot dog stand. I, every uh, interaction we have, I imagine threatening to stab you, <laughs> hmm. grabbing you hmm. by the throat. I actually could see that happening as well. And um, <laughs> I I think Jared is, uh, I, I don't know what we're to make of Renton here. He does have like a voiceover when he's in the club where he, I guess, predicts current day or maybe what will happen 50 years from now where uh, there will be no, uh, I guess, gender-based dating. Uh, what does he say? Everyone will just be a wanker. Be a wanker great. Cool yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's actually a pretty winning argument. If you have that sort of nihilistic, like ah, who gives a fuck, uh, <laughs> kind of worldview, uh, yeah, that kind of that kind of pretty works. Pretty well adjusted works. for a junkie. <laughs> Got his yeah, he sees straight. the world pretty clearly, I guess. You know, <laughs> swimming around and shit uh, and all of that, uh, killing babies, as Hiro accused him of, as we were trying to get off the mic last week. Yeah, he's a baby killer. He is not. It's his buddy Johnny Lee Miller, the one that was married to Angelina Jolie, who you love. Hold up. Prime Angelina Jolie. You gotta like, you gotta caveat prime? it. What, you know what is mean? the cutoff for Angelina Jolie? <sighs> Mr. Smith and Smith was awesome. Um, Alexander, I'm not sure what time frame that was in. That was awesome. Was she in that? Yeah. Yeah, I think she's the mother, strangely. Yeah, but that's, that's I like, I'm just, I, I want her to be my mom. <laughs> 
uh, editor Mike, play a clip here. How are you? Nervous. Are you really? There's nothing to be nervous about here tonight. I was just tucking my wire at the last second. I don't know. Yeah, they get you all hooked up with a deal there. You got a wire. It's like a bad <laughs> sting operation. We're going to send you in a minute. <laughs> How you doing for the holidays? Everything good? Oh, everything's all right. I haven't really had a day to do anything, so I'm, uh... Yeah. I'm, You're laying out this year, huh? I'm going to have to learn how to bake some cookies or something. You don't bake? I don't bake. You cook at all? I'm not, I'm not a good woman, Dave. Oh, oh, oh well, that's no. not exactly the ultimate test. <laughs> I was just trying to box you in to see, like, if you said something, like, that pegged her at, like, 24, 25... Uh, no, I was trying to work it in my head, but, you know. Yeah, because you opened you know. the show with saying, thank God Kelly McDonald was at least 19 years old so I can enjoy her naked. It, you, I believe that's what it, you it said. It isn't just, the, okay, so it isn't word just the word. nudity. I, I'm a big fan of oh, the her show that she was huh? on. The show she was on, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah, she's and playing what? I have always had a kind of a little thing for Kelly yeah, McDonald. Yeah, yeah, her is, what, dowdy wife? Is that what she was playing in Boardwalk Empire? It's just a Lucky Charms accent, you know. It's just I, I think of her and leprechauns, and I'm like, nothing yes. at all to do with the teenager being naked at all. Dressed as Hermione. Don't forget that part. I've not forgotten anything you've said, even though you've you've tried to dance around it that you you love her in Boardwalk Empire, which sounds sounds like something a movie podcaster would say, but you're among perverts here. Mm-hmm. Just be free with it. We're not judging. Oh, look who's talking! Like Mister fucking uh, homophobe over there. I'm surrounded by two homophobes, and I'm being attacked. I'm not a homophobe for, look, for for looking at an of age I'm, woman. I'm a comedian, I, sir. I'm not a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> I am still just trying to talk Jared into uh, uh, selling himself for hot dogs. Yeah, I'm very much a prude, <laughs> according to Mike, because I didn't get him free hot dogs on a Friday night at 3 a.m. And you get something far more valuable. I just get a yes. hot dog out of Ogre it. Ogre sex. <laughs> <laughs> I, since it's a part of the continuity of our show, uh, there was a Reddit thread about this very hot dog stand. Was there? Saying, what's going on with it? Like, you know, is it closed because of the pandemic? And Probably I was like, oh, for no. solicitation. <laughs> The ownership has changed. Oh, so, I can understand. Say <laughs> so she's probably in jail. <laughs> I'm. I'm just going to chalk that up to one of your greatest uh, misconnections. I could have owned the hot dog stand on downtown <laughs> Lexington, <laughs> making twenty dollars a night. And you could have found yourself maybe uh, a horny uh, Kelly McDonald. Oh, she was about two or three Kelly McDonalds. <laughs> oh, she was lovely. Oh. She was a was small she, business uh, owner. Was she uh, eating into the profits? Yeah, this is Mike with his wife, his normal-sized wife over here. Like, you should do it, Jared. She's, First she's off, charming. I take offense to that. I don't consider her normal-sized at all. What is normal, oh, anyway? Get, get off oh, of your boy. Twitter, oh, movie boy. Twitter <laughs> post. <laughs> I was just going to say, she's very tall. That's oh, there all. we go. Uh, yeah, I, I'm... Anything she's... else? Uh, that's for the... The ruffians out there on on Twitter, mm-hmm. they can decide what's good for them. Health at every size, <laughs> dead if, at thirty fives. If, if, if somebody comes into this, if somebody comes in, <laughs> we were, if somebody comes we into this and doesn't know that your wife is tall, you know they're like, oh, Mike's married to uh, an elephant. She's I mean, they can like six feet tall. I think. Yeah, they can think with six one. Thank six you. One. Uh, sorry, they can. Where's <laughs> bitchy? Here comes <laughs> NFL Combine Mike. Getting her forty oh, yeah. speed off by a hundredth of a second. <laughs> How dare you? 
He's got her. He's got her doing like the shuttle run. I like this. These ideas. I may uh, play this in the bedroom one night and see, you know, what she's interested in. I'll probably have to skip past Hiro's obsession with a teenage girl. I mean, I'll, I'll skip past that. This movie is about drug addicts, by the way. Say <laughs> <laughs> this minute to talk about. You know what I was thinking, like. And so, like, I, I, I don't know if it was on this podcast or one of the other podcasts. Where you're talking about teenage we girls. Ta- we've talked about the Hang movies. Like, how much you love Hang movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buddies, yep. This is a Hang movie. This is all this is. Mm. A little extra, but some... Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was like, there's, it's a hang movie. there's fucking life and death here. I like, we mentioned um, at some point, I guess, previewing it, that you know, one of the, uh, the buddies who does not participate in uh, the uh, heroin abuse... He loses his girlfriend because his friend steals their sex tape. So far, so good. I understand that. That's a prank, right? Uh, just a prank among friends. Uh, is it a prank or is it just, you know, hey, I want I want to see these two bad. I mean, you can't own up to the prank after she dumps him and then he gets AIDS. So I think at that point, you can be like, <laughs> just want to let you know, buddy, that was just a friendly joke. Uh, you know, sorry how it turned out. You know, the, the uh, butterfly sorry effect the, here. Oh, that's, sorry about the AIDS that thing. That spiral yes. you went down. <laughs> I took that video. <laughs> like you're laying here and you're cracked in. <laughs> so I would uh, argue against this being a hang movie. I do think that they make heroin addiction, for better or worse, as entertaining as possible without without uh, shying away from uh, the disgusting uh, habits and uh, uh, I guess the desperation of, of the characters. Like at, at times it's um, it looks thrilling, but it, uh, there's no point in the movie. Even I watched this when I was in middle school, I was actually homesick from school one day and um, my drugs. mom had probably like rented this for me. And I was really, I was legitimately sick. Mm-hmm. I was not just skipping school. And I hated this on first watch because this is not a movie to like, if you have been throwing up or anything like that. Oh, no. mm. oh this is not. So, I, and I remember my brother who was Jeff, who was younger than me by a couple of years. He loved it. He's like, oh, the music and that opening sequence and I, you know, written and it was so funny and so dark. And I was like, I, I was fucking miserable the entire time I watched it. I eventually came around, you know, when I was, uh, you know, not puking up my guts, but yeah. Um, I can't imagine anything more nightmarish than being sick in bed and then seeing another human sick in bed watching a dead baby twist its head as it crawls up the walls. Like, oh, fuck. That was hard to watch, man. It's hard to watch you know, when you feel fit as a fiddle, but uh, it was definitely hard then. So, yes, Hyro, this does not meet my hang movie standards. In Dazed and Confused, some people get maybe drunk and puke. People point and laugh at them, but we don't like wallow in it. We don't see them imagining the death of a, a child that they never claimed. No. So you didn't think Kelly McDonald was hot? I, I mean, I did. I'm glad that she's of legal age. Uh, not quite tall enough for me, so I didn't revel in it. Uh, I didn't get out the, the measuring tapes. I didn't have Kelly McDonald in the buff <laughs> doing the little jumping, <laughs> hitting the foam pads <laughs> as much as I would like to. That's that's fine. Um, I only took issue with the fact that a teenage girl, I mean, maybe she would to get back her appearance. She goes home with uh, a guy in a, a very skinny mcgregor drug addict and yet he still has a little like belly poking out of his t-shirt type thing that's his club attire i thought you'd be all over uh some of the stuff that they wear in the middle of their uh, drug haze uh, well i mean the uk is a is a crazy place man they just uh like i i 
I don't know, man. <laughs> Not I, what heroin addicts will do, but what the United Kingdom will do. Yes, I'm just lumping them all together. <laughs> These heroin addicts represent the United Kingdom for me, so, you know, there we are. I'll just it is it. Uh, ranked 10th overall uh, by the British Film Institute in the top 100 uh, British films of the 20th century. They say this is number What's 10. Number one? What's number one? Anything that puts Scotland in a uh, negative light, I'm sure that they're <laughs> willing to rank like it for the IRA. That Jared just weighs into that. The uh, the third man is number one. What the hell is that? Oh, is that the, the uh, with uh, uh, film. Uh, Orson Welles? Film noir, yes. Yeah, you got it. See, look at you. You're an Englishman, through and through. I watched it. I've been to England. No big deal. And everyone there looked like uh, strung out McGregor with their uh, belly buttons exposed, trying to uh, have or, sex with teenage girls. Or like girls. Kelly McDonald. Or like Kelly they McDonald. Don't lie to oh me. Oh boy. Oh my. I oh. choose to believe that everyone in the United Kingdom looks like Austin Powers. <laughs> I have so after after living in Europe, I uh, my friends asked me to rank the countries that I'd visited based off of the ladies that I had. I just want to remind people we are talking about train spotting again. Just... <laughs> UK was number one. The United no Kingdom was way. number one for me. Your weather, oh, yeah. the pastiness. I just don't see that being mm. over you're, you're like a Miami Norway guy. And Sweden and yeah, no, the UK, France, nope. Spain. Okay, now X. Spain. Yes, I could. You could sell me on France that. was amazing. Really, France is amazing. Yeah, France uh, in dead last. The Czech Republic. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Big hands. I mean, I can only judge them, I guess, Strong. by their Olympic athletes. That's <laughs> and that's probably not fair. Screaming by while deadlifting. Do you like that, Jared? I'm looking at Czech Republic women. Of course you are. Not bad. Jesus. Not bad. I don't what know. did you Google though, Jared? Czech Republic women. That's it. So Google is you know, giving you the best. Yeah, they're, they're putting he, a but good he's doing a forward. search on like Pornhub. No, you know it's I mean? Google. It's search engine is Pornhub. I'm on, I'm on the job right now. I'll jack off later. I'm not doing that while we're taping. I have some, some people would say we do that anyway <laughs> as we discuss Kelly McDonald and the yeah. buff. I'm not here discussing uh, jailbait. <laughs> how hot it was! Holy shit, Jared's right. Hiro, you were wrong. Jesus, not bad. Not bad. Dead last, Hiro. This is. Last. Come on. Second to last Germany. Except for the police. Police are amazing in Germany. You've got something with uh, women in positions of authority. Extremely <laughs> tall. All right. All right. Blonde. Mm-hmm. And carrying submachine guns. Every single one of them. I think we're, this is kind of skewed, Jared, because mm-hmm. I just did uh, Hiro's uh, next last, I guess, uh, Germany women. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're getting a lot of athletes. What about Oktoberfest, Hiro? <laughs> I actually never participated. I say that's where you're uh, missing most of the German women, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Did you know that prostitution is legal in Germany? Yeah, we mentioned that quite a bit when we were, we were trying to <laughs> entice us to come over to Europe. I was trying to, I was trying, I was trying to like, hey, hey, why does somebody come visit me? You no, know, there's professional whores over here and it's legal. <laughs> it's shit. great. Stamp my passport, baby. <laughs> I would have never come back, Cairo. I know myself. <laughs> I would have died in the streets of Germany. If you could have, if you could have timed it, bef- like right as COVID, uh, so they they would be forced to like allow you to stay there, so they'd oh, have darn. to keep Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one with yeah. Tom Hanks living in the airport? <laughs> Except you just being a brothel. Just, <laughs> I can't go home. Oh, oops! <laughs> I guess I stay. 
Train spotting. Ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety-one percent Rotten Tomatoes, and we're talking about a hypothetical The Terminal remake with Jared and Horace. Ninety-three percent from the audience score. We let's, let's be honest. We have no interest in the good movies in nineteen ninety-six. Well, we keep running into this problem. Like both of them, I, I like both movies, but that's that's when it becomes like, oh no, what are we going to talk about? What, how are we going to make this funny? Because how, how much <laughs> do we get into the weeds on phenomenon though, as far oh, as the man. plot mechanics? Picked it apart. Pig shit. <laughs> As it deserved. <laughs> See, with these, it's just uh, they're both good. It's a good time. Both good movies, but you got to make your own comedy. I wouldn't go so far as to call Courage Under Fire good. I'd call this one good. Well, this one's good. Courage Under Fire was enjoyable. I would say this is more. This had, this was more impactful, right, yeah. Like as far as this, uh, this one has stood the test of time. I wouldn't have thought so in '96. I would have thought this could have been like a flash in the pan kind of fad right, movie that was cool for that for summer. Dated, very. <clears throat> but, yeah, junkies. Then Danny Boyle is like God. He won't calm down. Like Danny Boyle loves his fucking flash and bang, man. Do you not? As long as Kelly McDonald's involved, I was gonna say for like a second, Jared and I had to watch one of your eyebrows like jump up uh-huh. like off the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's the people's eyebrow. We got anything else on train spotting? Are we good? Are we feeling good about this? Did anybody watch the sequel? I didn't even know there was a sequel. I did. It's pretty Is good. It? Mm-hmm. That's about as far I, as I, I, I didn't care for it. <laughs> I think it's about as well as you can do with the sequel to Train Spotting, but um, I don't really want to check in with these guys 20 years later. Right. Hey, That's the when thing. you stole that money? <laughs> yeah. That's. And there's, there is far more probably Robert Car- Carlyle than what I wanted uh, from a sequel. I actually just wanted that character to be dead or in prison. Like He works I, best in small doses. Right. Yeah, he, he, that dude really worked my nerves. You know, the he's got the little man syndrome. You ever met somebody like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's in podcast continuity, but sure. We know of a, a man who is uh, vertically challenged. You know, Angry well, shoes. I've met a, not all diminutive people are like this, but I've met some that are just hyper aggressive, and mm. that's what Robert Kylow strikes me as. He's just the guy that's ready to you know pick a fight and prove his worth from his you know I don't, step stool. I don't mean to go back to uh, our uh, Army of the Dead uh, bit where I just really wanted Lord Zombie to get his ass kicked, but <laughs> come on, man, like. Guy like I know like the like the bully factor like these huge hulking dudes who can get away with this shit because the other person well they know they're physically outmatched and they also don't know like Debo like Debo from Friday but this guy he is going to run into someone that's going to take him up on that and I guess unless he can pull his knife out and stab someone he's he's eventually going to get his ass kicked and that's that's part, I understand him picking and bullying the the heroin addicts. But I don't like that in the sequences in the bars, he's coming, always coming out to Victor. I hated that. I knew you'd have a problem with that. I knew whatever he was running his mouth, and you, were, I knew you at home was Jesus like, why don't all three or four of them gang up and beat the shit out of this guy? I mean, he's in a bar, and he throws his pint glass mm-hmm. off the balcony and hits someone in the head, and then goes down there and somehow manages to get like the first, second, and third shots off on like a group of people. And it becomes this like brawl. I, I want to see. I want to see him like you know get some scrapes from that. Uh, I guess he's he's always meant to be the uh, 
the nemesis to Renton to where it's like, man, he's so crazy. You don't know what he'll do next. And maybe they felt like if they saw him getting, I don't know, I guess him touching a dick was his, uh, <laughs> that was the part where he lost for once. But, you know, even as Renton said, you know, he still had a, he had a willing penis. That penis wanted. Well, it's kind of bummed out that, that they didn't show the dick. You know, like I, I was confused for a second because mm, it just I knew what of, was happening. Hiro. I didn't. Need to <laughs> I, I, I knew what was happening because I'm an educated man, but it was just kind of like he was more on the ass of the taint. Educated, like but really, uh, but curious. He, Hiro. he didn't really he didn't really grab the trouser snake. <laughs> we, we didn't get a good look. The fact that he was <laughs> examining an area and not <laughs> getting anywhere was enough for me, Hiro. <laughs> <laughs> You really wanted a dick grab there, huh? I, I'm just—I'm an old man. I, I don't get—I don't—I'm not on the uptakes, uh, uh, you know. I mean, I don't—I don't understand. Is this like one of like the old like—is it like a Peruvian riddle where it's like different people are touching the elephant and they—you know—what they're touching? They don't know what animal it is because one of them's got the tail, one of them's got the foot. <laughs> How much do you want him? Peruvian to? riddle. What are we doing? Here? <laughs> I just, I feel like back to Kelly McDonald. <laughs> I feel like what transpired there is fairly self-explanatory, even to the character of uh, of Begbie. That uh, he he at least grazed the penis, and that was more than he could stand. He probably wouldn't do well in the old twenty twenty one. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think we're, we've all been made to to grab dicks like in our daily lives, I can unless say, you want to. Only mine. I'm still... <laughs> Jared does it multiple yeah, times right. a day. No, I mean, Jared, you, get, do you ever turn yourself down you... at this age? You're like, mm, get away from me. you get angry at yourself. Turn the phone off, right hand. <laughs> Got to work in the morning. Ah, I say we're better than this. We're too old for this. <laughs> Jared gets angry at himself. Jared gets angry at himself for jerking off a dude. That's that old Carl Pilkington bit. You remember that one, Mike? Is it? I don't even know. Is it this thing where uh, he would consider himself like, uh, you know, he's becoming homosexual because he's touching his own dick? It's like if you had a transplant where they take your head and put it on a different body, would you feel gay for jerking off? He's like, no, it's not my hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's a better way of telling it, yeah. Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. No, there. See, we're progressive people, Hiro. We've never felt that way. Jerking off is a okay. It better be, <laughs> or I'm screwed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how. Not really. No. I don't like how possible punny that could get uh, with that that sequence. But uh, don't worry. I'll cut it up where uh, Hiro's demanding to see Carlisle cock in hand, Dick. and we'll we'll get it there. Um, <laughs> Of all the Thank topics, for... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ninety-three percent. 
Number 10 greatest <laughs> British film of all time. He didn't actually grab his dick. <laughs> I'm appalled. Jeez. You would think it's wall-to-wall fucking sex. And there's like minimal drug <laughs> use in this movie. Um, oh, God. Uh, Jesus. It doesn't get easier from here. Uh, next week, we're talking A Time to Kill. Oop. Cue red mic. You better watch what you say about uh, sexual activity with young women, considering how that film opens up. I've I don't I have no idea I've, I bet you I don't seen it and you keep that keep that line as we go in even after you watch the movie say I have no idea about any of these type of events that all seems bad to me <laughs> no officer I don't <laughs> Nikki Cat Hyro just cruising through fucking Mississippi or wherever the fuck it takes place <laughs> Jesus this doesn't sound good have you never seen the Time to Kill uh, I saw it once many 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 years ago all I, is that the one where uh, uh, um, Samuel Jackson yells, uh, "Do it!" I killed him and I liked it, or something. Or <laughs> yeah, like, that's I, that's the line. I killed him and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> I killed him. It kills uh, me that you had you had the striptease line of Burt Reynolds uh, saying that he likes to feel it in his boots, and you even said boots the way he says it. But A Time to Kill, which I believe is a far more iconic line, gets <laughs> rewritten to, I killed him and I liked it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the trailer moment on the cinema. Yeah, next week we'll talk about race relations in 1996. I'm sure this you'll was, be more on Kiefer Sutherland or something. I, I did shout out Nikki Cat for you. Like, is Nikki Cat white, by the way? He's not white, is he? This is the bumper right there. <laughs> He's playing like Southern white redneck. He's not white, is he? And I, I thought, I don't really think so, but, you know, I'm not going to pigeonhole someone. Yeah, I don't know. Keep that, you keep that like Going in next week, you keep that. I don't know anything about this. Nothing. Jared, yeah. you're on the case. Nikki Cat? Yay, nay. Billy Background. Ray Cobb. I... Yeah, he does not look like a Billy Ray Cobb to me. No. I guess he's white. Birthplace, South Dakota. I bet he's white. Yeah, it's hard to... I don't know. There's a reservation in South Dakota. Mm, damn it. Nikki <laughs> running <That's>... cat. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Mm. Oh, we've got so many outs now. Oh, I like it. I like having options. And then I have an option on how to open the next episode. This is, yeah, this is, we got there. All right. Yep. Uh, Nikki Ruddy. Save that one. Uh, it could have been worse. <laughs>